Hey, hey, family, it's Herbalist Viola. Y'all here, the colon queen again. Y'all be like, she on a roll today. I am just being full and being filled with a lot of information, and I just want to share with you. When I get stuff, family, I like to share, you know? I like to share. I don't be holding this stuff to myself. Don't hold this stuff to myself. So now I'm going to share a little bit more. Um, Then y'all know why I be on a certain journey I be on and why. You know, I be doing the things I do on purpose, on purpose. But I want you to hear um, an interview because I know a lot of people don't have time or don't really make the time. So I'm just going to share. I'm just going to share it. You know, it's Yaki Awakening on Food Addiction, Modern Men Penis Shrinking, Inheriting Trauma. And it's a full interview. It's about almost two hours long, but I just want you to hear a certain part because we're going to talk about the obesity and I'm just going to talk about that because you know I, sometimes I be feeling some type of way sometimes I be feeling like a punk and I said no I'm not going to talk about it but I did speak on it a little bit but I'm not trying to hurt people feelings so sometimes I say words and I'm not that good wordsmith to be telling y'all the good stuff so I'm going to let y'all listen to this interview maybe about 30 minutes so be patient it's going to be a little bit so if you get a chance just listen, I can listen to the whole interview like I said it's about an hour and 47 minutes but i just want you to just listen to this part on obesity and yeah then then y'all can you know take things for yourself and just hear the, the you know hear truth hear knowledge so it's gonna just 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 listen just listen family just listen placed inside of your dna due to your ancestors or your foremothers and your forefathers being limited themselves so we we can't act like your ancestors and what they went through don't have nothing to do with what we doing today. We have a, a serious obesity epidemic in our country. Um, I personally believe the numbers have been fudged I the magnitude of, of the issue. People blame these issues on corporations, access to cheap foods, our sedentary lifestyle, mental health issues, and many other things. What do you believe is the root cause of America's obesity crisis? Greed. And I'm not talking about greed from a people because greed is taught. Greed is inherited. Greed, uh, greed from the corporations. Greed from big food industries to make a dollar. Greed from turning human beings into cattle. Greed from turning human beings into consumers. Greed. Uh, the corporations, they don't only just own your hospitals, but they own your pharmaceutical companies. They don't only own pharmaceutical industries they own the big food industry they don't only own it but they own the education system as that everything inside of america is built and based off of corporations america itself is not a country if you look it up it's actually a corporation that is backed by a, a, a ucc number and is actually backed by a banking routing number this is a business america is a business and what business do is sell products but in order to sell products and be, to become rich, you need a consumer. And unfortunately, uh, now it's not only in black people now that's the consumers, it's everybody. Everybody done drunk up this, this cup. Every, and then, then would you see what's going on now, right? They saying no to the cup no more. We don't want your wine. We don't want your imports. We don't want your money no more. Russia have took their money back and have created back uh, gold back currency. King, the president of Kenya have done the same thing. China have done the same thing. Uh, Libya is now rising up to do the same thing. So we see a lot of different continents and countries are now saying no more to America. We're going to do our own thing. We're going to create our own money systems. We, we done with this. So we see that it's changing. But uh, we are victims of 
the corporations. We are. And that's literally, if you want to get simple, that's what it is. I mean, think about this. If you want to make trillions and trillions of dollars, you have to, the first thing to do, you got to create a problem. So the problem is going to be world hunger. We're going to make sure that we control the seeds. That's where you get Monsanto's from. That's where you get Bayer's company from, where you can't even grow your own seeds. You have, look, it's, it's come so scarcity with seeds to grow your own food. We have something called heirloom seeds. We have coined them because they literally have come through and stolen all of our seeds. So we have to save seeds from 40 to 50 to 100 years ago to even grow them now. Then half the seeds, if you get them, they've been sprayed with herbicides, insecticides, and pesticides, or they have been genetically modified where they literally, they have been genetically modified where they're literally splicing the genes or taking gene guns and shooting these seeds. So, and they, they're causing them to grow to only a certain height where you can come back and get them. You know, literally, man, they, these people are evil, man. You know, these, they call them mini dwarf. I'm going to give you seeds to grow mini dwarf grains. It's only going to grow three feet. You're going to be able to use this for about two years, and then it will not reproduce itself. When seeds are supposed to reproduce themselves, but they want to keep money going, so they're going to give you a seed to last you three years, and after that, you got to come back and buy more seeds. You know, it's cold as ice, bro, what they did with Jamaican farmers. In order them for them to export their crops to America... They had to buy the American seeds. Yes. The American seeds you have to buy every year, bro. Yeah, and, and, and so look, and not only with Jamaica, but with Haiti too. With Haiti too. You see what they did with the, the, the potatoes and all of that. Man, they're going over there, seeing what you guys grow naturally on the islands, and they saying, we can create a change. We will buy all of this stuff for y'all to feed the country. Before that, you got to destroy all your seeds. Give me your seeds and buy the seeds from us. How is that beneficial? So something I grow naturally, I have to give you the germination for it. And then you grow it for me and I come buy it back when it grows here naturally. And then you see how much stuff abundantly grows in Jamaica. But all of these exports and how much food they buying from America. And it's like, why do Jamaica got a McDonald's, man? It's just don't. Well, why Haiti's got a. Now, the thing I look at here is what they didn't really profound, what they didn't. They didn't uh, go into, but you know, I'm going to be messy and go into it. Why the hell they go over there and tell them to destroy their crops? Why? Why are you going to have them destroy or destroy? Same thing with the Indians. They destroyed all the buffalo, killed them on purpose, killed the buffalo. Y'all know, y'all better go watch Trail of Tears. They killed the buffalo. They killed what they had going. Same thing with the United States. Oh, pour all the milk. No, let's create a famine. They're creating it. So we have to see, like he's saying, they're evil. We have to really dig in and see the evilness. You know, I know y'all didn't want to talk about it, but I said, let me just be messy. But let, let him hear us tell you why there's a McDonald's and stuff overseas and, and why they got the McDonald's and why. Just just go ahead and listen. Just go just listen. And y'all, yeah, yeah, I still eat McDonald's. But stop eating that. Stop eating that food. Stop eating that shit. In a box. So it's the corporations. It's greed, man. It's a, it's an evil entity, and that's why we yeah, have. He said there was a jack in the box, so you can hear a jack in the box. That's what he's talking about. But go ahead and listen to him talking about these evil people. Talk about spiritual forces, low dark, uh, low thought form frequencies. These things exist. There's an evil entity over America, and you can see it, and it's it's oppressing the indigenous people of America. So, you know, a lot of people think that we came over here on slave ships and, you know, I personally and I'm not I'm not knocking or I'm not disrespecting anybody that believes in the ideology of the transatlantic slave trade. I personally 
don't agree with it and I, I can actually disprove it, but I'm not here to argue back and forth, but we are captives of war. People came to our shores and then they enslaved us and then they took our identity. They gave our identity to to Spanish people and made them think that they were the real Indians or the Native Americans when it was really us. And they took our food, our land, our crop, our language, and then they, they turned around and started selling it back to us. And now we got to buy it back. But they had never let us buy back our freedom. So it's up to us to learn the knowledge, to learn the laws, to learn the way of the land, to learn the way of nature, and, it's us, and, and find our purpose and identity and get to it. But the good thing about cycles of life you know, every cycle of life only lasts about 12,000 years and then it resets itself. And if you really do your study and research, we are at that 12,000 year mark. So that's why you see everything is resetting itself. So those who are last will be first and those who are first to be last. But to simply answer your question, the reason why obesity is high is because we have people making our food and creating our food. We have people programming us, telling us what is good to eat and what is not good to eat. We have people telling us what's good to drink, what's not good to drink. We got people controlling our water systems. We got people controlling our seeds. We got people controlling our programming. We got people controlling our education. We got people controlling our whole entire lives. And in order to keep them rich, they have to keep us at a low frequency. Because the moment we wake up and realize what's going on, we're going to say, no, I'd rather starve and die than to eat your GMO crops. I'd rather dehydrate and die than to drink your synthetic, incesticized pump water. I'd rather die than put on your mixed fabric. I'd rather die than wear Balenciagas when I know what they're doing to our children. I'd rather die than wear your corporation. I'd rather die. So once we wake up and we fed up and we tired and death is no longer on the table, that's going to hurt them in their pocket. So in order to keep us where we at, they have to keep us sedated. And guess what a way to keep us sedated? Controlling their food, controlling their medicine, controlling their water, controlling their housing, and controlling their whole entire lives. And that's exactly what they're doing. And you know we control, you have to have a passport just to go out of this country. You ain't free. So let's speak about how healing, and this is kind of weird when you think about it, right? That actually when you heal yourself and you're getting healthy, it actually ends up dividing the family. Uh, seems when both partners are not on the journey together, differences in lifestyle put a lot of strain on the relationship resulting in separation. Have you, have you witnessed this? Yes, I witnessed that per, uh, personally, and I see it all the time. We work with thousands and thousands and thousands of people monthly. Uh, it's all about vibration, and it's all about the biofield, the electrical magnetic grid of the earth, and which peak or point of frequency. If I lost it all and I had to start from scratch, here's what I do to get back to... Yeah, you know they had to put a commercial in there, but I like what he's saying, and we have to really, really look at what he's saying. This is why a lot of us we choose mates and we change and they're not willing to change but let's go ahead and continue is it possible for two people to get along if they're not resonating if that symbiosis or that symbiotic energetic relationship is not there then it's impossible for them to agree because we're not vibrating at the same resonant frequency and that's what's happening once you change your diet and you start eating fruits these are your most energetic uh, foods that's available to earth for human beings. They grow close to the sun. So the sun is taking these foods to photosynthesis. They get chlorophyll, chloroplasts. Uh, this scientifically proven that fruits operate every 12, every 10 units, they give you 12,000 angstroms of energy. Every 10 units that you eat a fruit, it gives you 12,000 angstroms of energy. Every 10 units of meat you eat, it gives you uh, 
three angstroms of energy. Every 10 units of vegetables you eat, it gives you 10,000 angstroms of energy. And then when you start getting lower and lower, it depletes to zero. So imagine somebody in your house eating fruits and vegetables, operating every 10 units, you're getting 12,000 angstroms of energy and you're getting nine to 10,000 angstroms of energy. Then you got your significant other that don't wanna make the change and he only taking in three 3,000 angstroms of energy. She's going to be highly energetic, uh, energetic. Her consciousness is going to be very, very expansive, you know, and then he going to be on a lower frequency. Plus, you know, when people eat meat, they tend to take on the actual stress of the meat and they take on the actual because we know that life is in the blood of any any fleshly creature. Life is in the blood. So you cook in the blood into these meats. You're cooking the hormones into these meats. You're cooking the traumatic experience into these meats, the transgenerational epigenetics into these meats. And then you eat these meats. So you get more of a, a aggressive behavior uh, like I told you I work with a lot of football players and a lot of basketball players I know football players that eat nothing but meat changed it now since dealing with me but when they was eating that mean nothing but meat raw at that uh, I know a fighter right now can't mention his name I'm working with him he said he didn't start winning most of his fights until he went carnivore wait and he said it brought out a devil in him he said it brought out aggression and rage in him but if you look look how carnivores act in the jungles they very aggressive you know so imagine you have this quiet nurturing spirit eating fruits and berries and melons walking around <laughs> You know, floating on cloud nine. Then you got a person sucking down chicken wings and eating bloody hamburgers. He mad as hell. You, how long do you think that that's going to be in, in symbiosis in, in a household? It's not going to be for long. And then, you know, the more and more you start eating these highly energetic fruits, they start talking to you. And you start figuring things out about yourself. Purposes and things that you had in life start to change. Things that you think you used to love, you begin to hate. Things that you can never see yourself doing, now you're doing. Now you're praying. Now you're meditating. Now you're talking to yourself. Now you have a self-discipline that's been kicking in. So you start loving yourself more. And a person that loves himself around somebody that willfully hate themselves unknowingly, it can never work because we're operating or we resonating at two different frequencies. So that's why you, you usually see that the person that changed the diet and start loving themselves and doing better, they always get outcast or become the black sheep from the rest of the family. And also, could you speak about your transition? Uh, you said personally it wasn't that hard, right? You went yeah. cold turkey, but how was the response for your, yeah, everyone thought I was crazy personally. They mm -hmm. thought I was like really bugging. Yeah. Um, did you experience that where, I'm not saying like, you were you were excommunicated from the family, but like I'm pretty sure relationships change dramatically when you change not just your eating but especially your mind frame. Oh yeah, most definitely. You know, I come from a gang banging background. You know, uh, we come from the streets, the real streets. You know, a lot of people say they did know. I'm, I've been shot, I've been stabbed, I've been locked up, I've been through all of it. So, you know, when I first changed my diet, I had a scare straight moment though. You know, I had a heart attack at the age of 21 for snorting cocaine, selling cocaine, but getting high off my own supply, basically. So anyways, uh, I had that heart attack, and that heart attack scared me straight. So my change, it didn't take a transition for me. I was so scared to die. It was crazy, though, because I almost died. I've been stabbed from here. I almost died of eternal bleeding. I've been shot. I, had, I got metal from here to here, literally. I had my whole jaw, my whole jaw shattered, broken ribs, broken knuckles. This knuckle is merged. You see this knuckle merged with this knuckle? So many fights. I grew my whole life fighting and just banging, you know? But this particular moment, I, had, I just had my daughter, 
and I snorted a line of cocaine and had a heart attack, had to go to the hospital, and I thought I was going to die. And the doctor told me, this, you have so much scar tissue build up on your heart, and your kidneys is basically to the point that they're going to fail. Any, 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 if you keep up with this, you're going to be on dialysis, and that's going to shorten your lifespan. If you don't die of a heart attack, that's going to shorten your lifespan by 15 years. And, man, that scared me straight. I was done that day. I was done. And it, and it wasn't no 12-step no program. I wasn't thinking I got to go. I got to go to an AA meeting when I get out of here. My whole thought process is when I go home, I'm throwing all of this shit away. I'm throwing my medicine away. I'm throwing my cocaine away. I'm throwing everything away. And that's what I did. I went home and I threw all of that away. So I think some people have to be, I'm a hard-headed person. I have to learn from experience. That's why I'm so intellectual, because I have to do my own work. You can't do work for me. If you say you studied it and this was what you found, I got to go do that same experiment to see if I find the same thing. And I think me not trusting nobody and me being hard-headed is why I'm where I'm at now, because I have to do the work myself. So once once I was scared, that was it for me. I didn't need no 12-step program. I didn't want to die. So it was a, on that hospital bed, I had a choice. Either give in, stay where you at, and die, or love yourself just a little bit more. It wasn't even a lot of love I needed. It was just a little bit of love. You know how they say faith of a mother's seed? I just needed a little bit of love to go throw that stuff away. When I did that first action of throwing all of those drugs and all of those medications away, it's like a ripple effect came. And I looked up 90 days later, I didn't have diabetes no more. I didn't have scar tissue on my heart. My kidneys was actually functioning at 100%. My, my, I can get an erection again. You see what I'm saying? So I just think it's either two things that's going to make you change. You either have to be scared straight like I was. I was scared into loving myself. Or you're going to have to be truly, truly chosen to, to do that. And I think, I mean, I, and I believe that me, I was being chosen. That was just the way... I was going to change, but you just got to be chosen for this, you know? And I think that we try to save everybody. And the fact of the matter is everybody is not going to be saved. You know, in the scriptures, it says a water drop to a wave will be saved. It talks about 144,000 elites. And then after that, it was a greater number, but it was still smaller. Two thirds of the earth died. And you start seeing how many people that don't make it. And it's like, we put a lot of energy into trying to save everybody. But I think if we really just focus on saving ourselves and letting that light shine and being that example, those that's going to resonate with us is going to resonate with us. And those that don't catch the frequencies, they wouldn't meant to get it. One of people's biggest struggle when trying to eat healthy is the fresh taste of healthy foods and drinks. How can a person heal or recalibrate their palate that has been addicted to salt, sugar, and fried foods their entire life? Fasting and uh, diet diversity. That's what I would say, fasting and diet diversity and detoxification. Uh, usually, to, to reset the palate and to re reset the taste buds, usually bitters will happen. You know, you're an island boy, so I know you understand what them bitters do. Uh, the bitters actually reset the mechanism of the palate. So I would say go on a fast. Uh, you don't have to do long periods of fast. You intermittent fasting. You know, eat between the hours of 12 to 6 every day. Uh, and when you eat between those hours, wean yourself off of the addictions like the sugars and the salt-potassium uh, ratio because that's how they get you addicted. By They actually are messing with the melanin neural receptors of the brain. It's called the opiate receptors. That's your reward center. They know how to tweak these foods and create them like a drug for they can actually attach themselves to the receptors for you can feel like you're being rewarded for eating things that, that got sweet. Same thing as the epigenetic inheritance that we was taught, transgenerational epigenetic inheritance that we talking about with the rats, where they were punishing them for smelling a sweet savor sa uh, fragrance, right? 
where they doing us different. They're rewarding us for tasting and smelling these things. And they're they're tinkering with the salt, the sugar and the fat ratio of the food. And it's acting like a drug. And these drugs are literally attaching itself. They pass the blood and brain barrier and they attach themselves to opiate receptors of the brain. So when you eat these things, even though you're not getting a fulfilling feeling from it, you have your, your reward centers are becoming open. So you're being rewarded with this taste. So now we're getting addicted to the taste. There's no difference between sugarcane and cocaine. In fact, sugarcane is more addictive than cocaine. You see what I'm saying? So I would say this, fasting. Once you fast or you go on intermittent fasting and you only fast between the hours of one to six, as long as you fast in at least 16 hours a day. So your safe zone is when you get up, don't, don't eat anything, just drink some water or drink some H3O2, which is fresh, freshly squashed juice, right? The moment that the sun is as high as in the sky, which is around 12 p.m., it's called the circadian rhythm. You're supposed to eat with the sun in the sun. Eat when the sun is the highest in the sky, around 12, and then don't eat nothing when the sun go down. I would say don't eat nothing after 6 p.m. But if, if you want to, if you just now getting into this, eat with the sun and, and stop eating when the sun go down. Why you doing that? Your body is going to automatically kick itself into a detoxification mechanism. Glutathione going to start kicking on, opening up something called the NRF2 pathways. This is going to open up all these different pathways in your cells, and it's going to start pushing all of those toxins and all of those different receptors out of the body by way of the liver. So now this is what stops your addiction. Now, how to help this process is resetting your mouth. The best way to reset your taste buds in your mouth is taking on bitters. Bitters, bitters, bitters. I call them low oxalates because they got high calcium in them, but it's not enough calcium in them to calcify the body or to calcify the pineal, uh, the pineal gland and stuff like that. I mean, the pineal gland. So uh, low isolate stuff that's high in uh, bioflavonoids, stuff that's high in biophotons, and these are literally your bitter, your bitter barks or your bitter roots that come from uh, anthocyanins or what you would call it. Once these roots grow a flower. The flower turn a certain color. Look for things that grow colorful, like purple colors, yellow colors, red colors, and you eat the roots of these. Usually the roots of these things are very, very bitter. This will start detoxing the mouth. And once you start detoxing the mouth, you can reset your, uh, your salivary glances. And you can start producing something called amylase and trypsin. And these are alkalizing enzymes inside your mouth. So now your mouth will start getting watery and you can cleanse up your mouth and get rid of all the bad bacteria that's in the mouth. That will actually reset the taste buds. Another thing is too, mind over matter. If you can go through that pain for just a little bit, because, you know, it's pain to people when they when they going on fast is when they depriving themselves because you literally can go through withdrawals, headaches, shivering. You can lose iron. People literally be going through withdrawals like they getting off of cocaine or like they getting off of methamphetamine or like they getting off of heroin when they stopping these things. Once you get over that hump, though, you will see that your, your taste buds have reset themselves. And now the things that you used to hate actually taste good. So that's what I would do. Facts. All right. Um, I want to jump into this uh, this gym thing, right? Mm -hmm. I know this is a culture there. My concern is with the teenagers and, and men in general. Everybody on this pre-workout vibe, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about people's use of pre-workout drinks in our fitness culture. Uh, please speak on the dangers of consistently consuming these items super high in caffeine. Uh, caffeine is crazy because caffeine is a stimulant. And any type of stimulant to the body 
is bad. Herbs are stimulants. Too many herbs. And, you know, the whole thing is, is to put the body, the body needs to challenge itself. That's why we have these magnificent specimens we call bodies. Anyway, so when you constantly tricking the body, the body start depending on being tricked. And a certain chemistry and certain chemicals that the body produces naturally, it stops producing these things. So if you're using caffeine to get a high electrical workout or high energetic workout, the crash is coming. Anytime you have a stimulant, you know, it goes up. ATP is being fired off in the cells. You're getting this burst of energy, but then the mitochondria is getting worn out and you got to make new mitochondria. So, you know, caffeine is bad. Not only is caffeine bad for the heart, but caffeine is bad for the autonomic nervous system. Caffeine is bad for the actual adrenal glands. Caffeine is bad for the intrinsic nervous system. The caffeine is bad and it's very, very, very acidic, meaning that you away at the nerves. And what we have seen, we have seen a lot of caffeine, heavy caffeine use to due to dementia, Alzheimer's disease in the long run. So I would say this, if you want energy, just start the workout process, period. When you start burning cells and you start burning, when you start moving cells and burning muscles, you start producing something called lactic acid. This lactic acid will actually take your cells through something called an anaerobic process. These anaerobic process will start burning a whole lot of fuel quickly. Once you burn that fuel, it's going to cause the body to create more mitochondria. The more mitochondria you have, the more oxygen is going to need to come into the body. This is your. This is what's going to actually bring you high energy. I actually think caffeine is a stimulant in the end, I mean in the beginning, but in the middle of your workout, it's all placebo. You know, your energy been gone. It's placebo. You thinking this stuff really doing something and it's not. So if you really want to get a real effect of working out and having energy, just start the workout process, period. Uh, period. And about 10 to 15 minutes in the workout, you're going to feel that natural energetic pull kick in. And that's that's your that's literally your adrenal glands and the mitochondria producing itself real fast. But you can get more oxygen for carbon dioxide can build up and carbon dioxide can actually pull oxygen from hemoglobin, turn it into water. And then this water is used as fuel that we call ATP, adenosine triphosphate. And that's where you get your power. That's where you get your strength, your vitality, and your energy from. So if you want to have a lot of energy throughout the day, as soon as you get up, work out. Even if you're tired, just work out. 15 minutes within that workout, you're going to see energy just come out of nowhere. And that's because you are forcing your cells to produce more mitochondria. And the more mitochondria you produce, the more ATP you can yield in the body, which is your fuel for energy. All right, facts. Uh, next one is best fruits, herbs, and roots to build muscle. Uh, the best fruits, herbs, or roots to build muscle. The best fruits to build muscle will be uh, avocado. I love avocado. The best herbs to use to build muscle will be alfalfa leaf. Alfalfa leaf. They actually give alfalfa leaf to horses when horses are on a hay diet and they're getting very, very fatigued and their body starts to shut down and they're getting real skinny to put mass on them. Because notice horses don't eat meat. They're herbivores. They get them alfalfa sprouts. And them alfalfa sprouts is full of cellulose. It's full of bioflavonoids. It's full of bio, bio uh, photons. And the bioavailability of minerals is just super dense in them. So you will see them on alfalfa sprouts for a week or two and they gain all their mass back so that's what we use and then bamboo shoots bamboo shoot roots is amazing if you can boil them before you eat them all right family you know where to check it out yaki awakening this is herbless viola just sharing just some stuff that i've been listening to love you guys peace love and light appreciate gratitude for listening to very wise alternatives podcast